Hey everybody, it's Travis here from Everything and Nothing. Hope everybody's doing good out there. I'm doing okay, I guess. Now, before we get into today's episode, I got some news for you guys. Um, I joined Patreon. Now, I did it so that I could, I guess, try to give more access to how I do this show or I do the other podcast that I got, which I really haven't done anything on that one in a minute. I sort of took a break on that one. But, you know, that and then my writing and I guess the process to how I get this whole thing done, right? And so um, I'll let you guys know more about that. I mean, it's out, it's up, it's out there already. And I might put a link in this episode so that you can, I guess, go at least look at it. You know, you don't have to sign up, but I do have like two tiers that I have on there where I could give you a shout out or I could give you access to the goings ons of how I get this whole thing together, you know. So either or you can choose, it's just $5. You know, and uh, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But just help me spread the word, you know. So I got that out the way. About that. Now I want to get into this. Oh, and another thing. Because I talked about, well, I thought about this before it became something everybody else thought about. And that's what the topic is today. And I did this episode with two other actresses before. But this is the first thing that I did it with, which was like, where the hell is so and so? Like, I did, where the hell is Lily Sobieski, right? And then I did, oh, Three actresses, I'm sorry. And I did it with uh, Laura Flamboyle, and I did it with Linda Florentina. This is the first time I'm doing this with a singer, and that's Vitamin C. Where the hell is Vitamin C? Oh, yeah. That's the one I'm doing today. So we're going to talk about her just really quickly. Because she was, like, one of the girls out there getting the pop thing going, and had a couple hits, and she was really doing her thing out there in movies and whatnot. So she was really, you know, she had endorsements and all that kind of stuff, and she kind of just disappeared. Um, so I wanted to, I was wondering, like, what happened, you know, to her and stuff. Uh, but when I was doing research about her, because I never, you know, looked into her beyond what I knew and what I listened to when, you know, her songs was popping and locking. I never knew that she previously was in a band already. You know? I always know her real name. Her real name is Colleen Fitzpatrick. You know, she's born in 72, which I'm like, really? She always seems much younger than, you know, but she wasn't even the same age as these girls when she was out here. Um, And then she already was in the industry because she had, like, a role in Hairspray in 1988. I never seen Hairspray the whole way through. Uh, so I've probably seen her character in it and then real, uh, realized that was her. But she was young then, too. So, um, But yeah, I had no idea she was in that. And then she was in a band called Eve's Plum, which I had no idea about either. And they had like two albums. They were kind of not that successful, but they kept going and performing, and, you know, they had some kind of uh, exposure, I guess, 
you know, they were they made the rounds. Their music was like on MTV for a minute in '93, and like she started this with people, the uh, people with her bandmates that she ended up meeting in college when she went to NYU. So like she has a whole degree in English and everything. And I'm like, dang, I didn't know anything about this. I mean, when she was like doing interviews, when she was like really popular and stuff, they probably asked her about all this, but I, I never really paid attention to that. I just wanted to know, oh, when you're gonna sing, or when you're gonna do the next album, or when the next, you know. So she probably divulged her whole life story back then, and I wasn't paying any attention. But this is all news to me now, and it's very interesting because interesting because it's like she's had like three lives already. And when she started acting, when she became Vitamin C, she wasn't new to it. She had already been in the movie before, you know? So that was really interesting to find out. And uh, Eve's Plum, I want to get into their music. because I want to know what, you know, it sounded like. I mean, I know it's a rock band. And it was sort of the grunge period where she was doing this with the band and stuff. And so I wanna, I'm interested in what their music sounds like. You know, it's much different from her work as Vitamin C. I heard her say that. Well, I read that she, you know, you know wanted to do something different once the band disbanded and that's why she came up with his name and she wanted to have something to do that was like more fun and different from what she did before and so that's what this whole vitamin C thing came up from uh but it became really popular for her she became like the album went gold then it went platinum subtitle album for uh, vitamin C and then the graduation friend forever song which is her most successful song you know, it was a gold head. Um, the song that I first heard, though, was, I think, a song everybody heard was that Smile song. You know, that do 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 I don't want to sing it, but, you know, get the, you know, put a smile on your face. But, yeah, she had that. That's her song, which I knew. But I heard that song first, and then Vitamin, I mean, and then Graduation. <laughs> graduation, that song came up about and became the most popular song. And I remember that being on TRL forever. Yes, people love that song. People still love that song. I mean, if you're my age and you know, grew up probably maybe a handful of years behind me, then you know that song. But people 20 and under probably don't know that song too well. Um, but they played it. They really played it at every graduation. They really played it at every graduation. And it, it was at the time, I think when I was like graduating middle school, it was sad. To uh, here, well, not graduate middle school. I think I was graduating elementary school when the song came out. Like, going into junior high. And it was sad to hear the lyrics to this song then. So, it does pull at the heartstrings, and I know, so that's why people are still into it, because it really is sad. And it does really get you thinking. And then they play it so much that you could think about being sad, not only were graduating elementary school, but the song is so popular that it's still around when you're graduating junior high. It's still around when you're graduating high school. So, like, every time you're graduating, this song comes up or gets played or it's everywhere, you know, and then you're sad all over again. Every school you leave and go to or every grade you enter, like, you know, it's never gone away. But, yeah. So, that song was the normal popular song. And then I remember her being in Dracula 2000. Uh, I didn't know she was had an appearance in uh, Scary Movie 2. And then uh, she had her own. I remember seeing her in commercials. 
but I don't know what for. And then I read that she had her own, like, Tommy Hilfiger lipstick shade based on her hair. Her hair looked like orange juice to me. That's why. And then, so that's why I always connected that to her name, like, orange juice has vitamin C. And then her hair looks like orange juice. So that's why her name's vitamin C. Like, I'll talk. That's what it. Maybe she did think about that. I mean, I thought about that. I'm like, oh, I know what she's doing. She's like, it was like orange juice slash looking, looking like tang almost. And she had a lipstick inspired by her hair color. With Tommy Hilfiger. And then she had her own dial, which I didn't know either. So that's cool. And then enter the next phase of her life because she had a second album that came out in 2001. And she released a few more singles, but they weren't as popular. And so her fame sort of fizzled. She wasn't able to carry on being popular like she was previously. And so I think she just laid low for a few years. And then I did research. I was doing her research. And I realized, I read, that they appointed her as the vice president of music at Nickelodeon. And she's been doing that for like eight years now. So like, she's had an involvement in a space of, well, you know, before she got that, she did uh, stay in the industry, but like just writing and like, you know, I guess helping up and coming other artists. You know, she's done that. She didn't have her own career anymore. And then they appointed her at this position in the Colonian, and basically she's doing the same thing over there. For the last eight years. And so she's like behind all these new shows at Nickelodeon. Like all the music that's get, you know, know, that gets created over there, I guess. She has a hand in all that because she is the VP, the vice president over there of music. That's cool. She still ended up being part of the industry, just in a different facet of the industry. And she's used all her experience. I'm sure, and has applied it to that job. I mean, you go from being in a grunge band for almost eight years, or like 10 years, and then you start your own solo career, and then you know you do that, have a ton of success, and then you use all that to apply to help younger artists, and now you're at a entertainment conglomerate. You're part of a like, conglomerate entertainment, I guess, company, studio, Nickelodeon's all of that, right? And now she's bringing all her expertise to that. So it's pretty cool that she's doing that now. And still, I guess, a way still being part of the music industry. So it's pretty cool that she's still out there doing all that. I had no idea. Who knew? That's what the hell she's been doing. That's where she's been. She's been helping these young artists and young singers and actors on these Nickelodeon shows. You know, like for instance, she would do like, say like Victorious. You know how they sing music in Victorious? Well, she would be like the person who would help come up with the song or help control or create what the song would be about and how it would be marketed in the show or recorded in the show or recorded, period, and used in the show. Like she's the person that can, you know, makes the other decisions with that, for instance. So, like, if another show 
had like the song that you had to sing, the characters or the actors had to sing in the show, where Ubi either performed there live, she would be like the one handling all of that so that it could fit within the episode of the show or if they had to do it in the studio, she would like be the one in the studio seeing, overseeing how it was being recorded and sung and who got what part and all that kind of stuff. Like she was kind of the overseer of all that kind of stuff in the moment, if that makes it more clearer of what she does. But yeah, it's not kind of like, you know, almost like being a director in a way. But she like controls what's put in, what's not, what's used, who sings. Like she's kind of the, hey, vice president. That's a cool job to have. But I am definitely going to check out Eve's Plum. Because this is the thing. This is so crazy. I've heard of Eve's Plum. But I never knew who anybody really looked like too well in that band. So I didn't know that was her. But she didn't have hair like she did as vitamin C. But I heard of Eve's Plum. I just never listened to any of their music. I heard of a lot of bands in the early 90s. Watching Headbangers Ball and uh, what was that damn show? Matt Penfield used to host on MTV, 120 minutes or something like that, or 120 hours. I used to watch that all the time. Just let it play in the t- on the background on the TV, and watch whatever band was being interviewed or whatever video was being played. Like I used to watch that all the time. So I remember a lot of names of bands, but I never was able to put a face to many of them. So I heard of Eve's Plum before, but I didn't know she was, you know, in that band. So you learn something new every day. But there it is, vitamin C. So go check out her music if you have it before. This is the same thing I was speaking about last episode, about how someone is considered a one-hit wonder, and her album was a pretty good pain. They liked it. But, you know, we only know Smile and Graduation. And she has a whole other album out here with songs on it that were released. But I don't know if they are as good as the songs we like from her. But that's the thing. Don't just rely on what we like. She can have good music and other, you know, songs that are good that we ignored, that we should, you know, probably discover and whatnot. So it goes back to that. She's a perfect example of somebody who was considered a one-hit wonder and probably has good music out there waiting to be discovered, but we think because she only had a couple hits that the rest of her stuff might suck or something. (laughs) But it might not. It might be just as good. We just didn't give it a chance because we moved on to someone else who was new. You know? And someone else who was more shiny. But yeah, she's a perfect example of who I was speaking about last week. So yeah, I'm going to go now and leave you with that. Where the hell is I going to see? She's at Nickelodeon. And with that, I will talk to you all later. Okay? Okay.